Hey, are you tired of seeing your grocery bills skyrocket? There's a lot of people in the same situation, but don't worry, I got you covered. Let's talk about tips to beat food costs. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda with Ready Your Future, and this is another article in the 25 Handpicked Preparedness articles that everyone should read. So this one's coming to us from hillbillyhousewife.com, and she's got a great article over there, and uh, it's one that I believe everyone should read and everyone should look at. So I'm going to bounce off of this one to talk a little bit about uh, food costs, rising food costs, and how to beat those. And so let's just go ahead and jump in and go right to the first one. The first one is go meatless. Now, this is hard for me. This is hard for a lot of people, especially here in, in the United States, because um, meat is one of those things that everyone feels that they should have. And uh, one of the things that she says here is one of the, the great ideas is use meat as a condiment, right? A smaller portion than you normally would, would have. But then you can also do things like, and she doesn't mention this here, but you can also do things like uh, noodles and you know spaghetti and, and, and things like that that don't have meat. You don't have to use meat, but you can, you know, it's a, it's a great meal and it's, and it's very filling. So go meatless that's really hard to do uh something maybe maybe instead of going meatless you know for every single one uh you go like two or three meals out of the uh out of the week you decide to do that and then of course you're always looking for cells and 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 stuff like that all right so uh going to tip number two is just whip up a frugal meal now, a lot of us in preparedness understand this. Uh, one of the things that we store long-term is you know, beans and rice, and th- those are cheap meals uh, when, you, when you eat off of that. But look at those meals that uh, are just really frugal to, to whip up. Have a list of those. So during the lockdowns, I kind of put it out there to the preparedness community to make a, a cookbook. And so like, hey, send in your best recipes for easy to make meals and so uh, i put together a free download you know the free download bug in recipe cookbook and these are easy meals that anyone could uh you know could could make and so uh, i'll have that link for you if you're interested in it to go check that out in the description and uh, you can download that and there's 45 recipes in there and so you can you know just things that people have shared from the preparedness community and so that might be helpful because there are some really great frugal meals in there. But you know, think about the frugal meals that you've made, the things that are, are, are really cheap. You know, search for some on YouTube. There are like when you search for like depression meals, you can find some really frugal meals, and you can stretch those and stretch your dollar a little bit more. Tip number three is don't waste it. Use up the leftovers. The example that she gives in this article is she talked about making chili. And so they used, they they made chili, they ate it for, for lunch, they made it for dinner, and then the leftover meal was, or the, the leftover chili was, you know, would have been enough for one person for one meal. But instead of just saving one bowl for one person, she wound up making for the next meal, like baked potatoes. So she makes three baked potatoes, she puts some butter in there, but then she used that chili in there 
to make like a stuffed baked potato, right? Where you have some meat in there and it really worked out. So instead of having a meal for just one person, she was able to stretch it for three people, you know? And so that's just one of those ways to, to use it up. Don't waste it. Another tip, now that's not included here, but if you have vegetables and things like that, um, you might have pieces of vegetables that you might not use in a recipe, but you don't wanna throw them away either. Put them in a Ziploc bag and put them in the freezer. And when you build up on that, we'll use that in another tip here in just a minute. So that's that's another thing. Don't don't throw away those those pieces the, the you know that you have here and there. And so that suggestion is going to come in in this next tip, which is tip number four, is to uh, you know to have soup. Soups are good for the wallet. And it's very true. Soups can be very filling. You can make them go a long ways. And one of the, the easy things that you can do is you can use you know extra vegetable pieces that you weren't able to use in other meals that you have saved up. You kind of throw those in there. But soup is a great way to make your meals stretch out. And so in, in that first one, that first tip when we talked about going meatless, um, and we said, okay, maybe you don't go meatless every single night of the week. So maybe you use chicken and you get a whole chicken and you use the chicken in different different meals. So one of those is like you have the chicken bones and you're able to make chicken stock out of that. And so you can use that as your base for your soups. But if you're really trying to save money and you're, you're really trying to cut costs, soups is a really good way to go. So learning how to make those base uh, the base soup and then being able to add all the different other ingredients is, makes it very versatile. Number five is one that every prepper would love is to grow some food, right? That's the one that we, we always talk about on a regular basis is grow some food. If you have a yard right now and you are capable Growing food is just a really smart idea. With a little bit of investment, that's, that can pay off you know, for years and years to come. Even if you can't afford like a big garden right now, doing a little bit of container gardening uh, will get you into it. And uh, can you know, something as simple as tomatoes, right? Having tomatoes available uh, in, you know, on, a, on a regular basis, fresh tomatoes, you might not ever go back on that. So, you know, try growing food. Uh, maybe you have a parent, maybe you have a family member who does have a backyard and you, you'll let them trade them out. Say, hey, if you'll let me build a garden back here in your backyard, I'll take care of it. I'll water. I'll do. I mean, I'm using your water and the sprinklers and all that kind of stuff. You can put it on just a, a sprinkler system. But I'll give you some of the some of the the fruits and vegetables if you let me grow it in your backyard. So that might be one of the reasons or one of the ways that you can do that. Number six is do breakfast for dinner. Making breakfast is a lot cheaper than making uh, you know making a big dinner like we're used to here in the United States. Um, so you know making pancakes. Pancakes is if you even buying the pre mixed stuff. Uh, where you're just adding water, you can get those on sale for really, really cheap. And a little bit of syrup, and so you have pancakes for dinner. Um, if you know the cost of eggs right now are going down, so doing eggs, a little bit of toast, and you know having that, you, you can stretch the bacon there. You don't have to have three strips of bacon. Maybe you have some bacon and you cut it up and you throw that into the eggs. So you would have bacon and eggs and pancakes, and I mean that would really you can really stretch that. 
stretching omelets. Again, you can use vegetables that you have left over uh, to make it go a lot further. So that's tip number six, do breakfast for dinner. Number seven, this is one that she said, you know, she was looking at the cost and 95%, we cut out 95% of the snacks that she was that she was buying she said here in in this article and so doing doing that can be can save a lot of money so it's very convenient to have snacks where you can just go kind of go and, and, and grab you know one or two things here but they can be very very expensive and it can add up a lot and so one of those things is think about the snacks think about the sweet stuff that you bring in you know it's 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 you might have that sweet tooth. You might want to go to that sweet tooth. You might want to have that snack. But if you don't have it, you just don't have it and you go to something else, right? You might grab a piece of fruit. You might grab something else. But um, that would save you a lot of money there by going there. And you, we know right now with inflation, those packages are getting smaller and you know they're costing more. So stop the snacks. That might be or snack on something that uh, you, know, you just make at home. That would be a great cost savings there. Number eight, skip the convenience foods. Make things from scratch. Listen, we're busy. We've got jobs. We've got, you know, after school activities and all the different things that we do. And so it's very convenient to be able to go and grab something that's already pre-made, definitely. But if you're trying to save money, if you can pre-plan and you can make things ahead of time, if you can make things from scratch, and you know, once you get the hang of it, things can go a lot faster. But m making things from scratch is going to save you a whole lot of money because you can buy things in bulk and then you can, you can go ahead and put those away as you need them and bring them out as you need them and you can save a lot of money there. There is a link here on this one here that I thought was really great because she links basically to a lot of other um, recipes. And so it, the, the page is called Homemade Convenience Foods, and she li links to like beverage mixes, uh, beverage breakfast foods, baking, sauces and condiments, dairy products, sandwich spreads and soups, like corn dogs and side dishes and main dishes and all these different things. And basically it is a menu of all these items and their recipes that you can go and you can click on. So she's made it very easy for you. You definitely want to go check out that link when you go to this article. Number nine is buy local and seasonal. We were very spoiled here in the United States because you can go to the grocery store and you can buy, you can find anything that you, uh, you know, th that you want, right? Any vegetable, any fruit usually that you want, even when it's not in season. And that's not normal. We're able to do that because of our just-in-time system and we're able to import things from all over the world. But really, you want to you want to buy local and seasonal if you can. So um, going to a farmer's market, getting to know the people around you that are, are producers, um, you're always going to get better quality fruits and vegetables. And then you're also going to be able to buy uh, during that during the season when they're grown and they're always going to taste a lot better. So you can get you know, you can get strawberries in the winter, right? But they're not going to taste really, really good. But if you get strawberries from someone who locally, you know, who grows them locally in a farmer's market, they're going to be great. And so there's always cheaper when you're able to do that. So find those farmer's markets. They're popping up all over the place. I know just like seven, eight years ago in my, in my area, it was very hard. I had to travel to go find them. Now they announce them all the time on, you know, on Saturdays and they, you know, they, there's places where everybody 
everybody gets together and it's really a great deal so you just got to search a little bit and you can find some really great farmers markets and places where you can buy locally the last one is just shop around and i like this idea is keep a price book so I know that, uh, you know, my mom used to do this uh, back in the day where she would write down, you know, where, where different prices were at different places. And so sometimes we would go to the grocery store and we would go to this one and this one and that one. We make a different, you know, a couple of different stops. Some people would say when you do that, you're wasting more money by running around, you know, with gas and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And that might be true. You need to weigh that when you when you do that. But if you know where you're going and you know what you need and you have a menu set aside, then you can fold those those runs to the grocery stores when you're out doing other uh, you know other shopping or your other errands, and so you can kind of roll that all into into play. Also, there's you know know where the the deals usually are. You might want to subscribe through email to your local grocery stores and they will let you know when the deals are popping up in their in their grocery store and you can go and you can you know you can buy in bulk or you can buy you can stock up in the at, at those times. Sometimes even getting the app will the store app will get you a lot of uh, deals that you don't normally get if you just go to the grocery store. But know where those grocery stores, where the, where the better prices are. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people will say like Aldi's is really good at, if you have an Aldi's next, you know, close to you, it's really good on canned goods. Uh, you go to other places like, hey, they might be better on vegetables. Other places might have better, uh, you know, better prices on meat. And so just know where those prices are and take advantage of them. Again, uh, you know, go when you, you know, don't, don't do all your shopping all at one time. Go when you can and when you're running those errands and make, uh, you know, make a, you know, make an extra trip, right? When you're, when you're going out and doing the errands, you're going to Home Depot, like, hey, I'm going to pass by this one specific grocery store. I'm going to go ahead and stock up on whatever I need to stock up here because I have my menu and I know exactly what I need. So again, guys, I'm going to go ahead and link to this article. I think you need to go check it out. It's a great website. has a lot of great information here. Uh, this, you know, this article, like I said, is one that I think everyone should read. Uh, the 25 preparedness articles that everyone should read. If you're interested in the other ones, then there, I'm going to have a link for you that you can go ahead and click on and you can, uh, you can subscribe to get that PDF. I want to also, since we're talking about food, I also want to talk about the food storage plan checklist. I have this available on my website. It's a link there. You can go and you can sign up. And it's a checklist to think about you know, your, your food storage. And it also will provide a link to a video where I talk about food storage and things that will, I just go into a little bit deeper uh, detail on that. And so you can't, you can't just find that on YouTube or anywhere. That's just a special video for those that download that, that checklist. Well, everyone, that is it for this episode. Like I said, I'm going to have some great links for you in the description. Go check those out. Go check out hillbillyhousewife.com and we'll see you on the next one. God bless.